0: Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer. Along with Gene Galvin and me, I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came home.
1: Now, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jerry Springer.
0: Yeah. yeah! Oh, thanks, guys. Oh, man. This is the first time I'm doing a podcast from a, a back of a van that we're flooded out. We can't get to you.
2: And that's the truth, by the way. Uh, and hang there for a second, Jerry, but let me do a kind of a setup, explain what's going on. First of yeah. all, we're in Ludlow, Kentucky, a place that we all love. Say hello to Maria Corelli.
0: Oh, Maria. Hi.
2: Joke singer, songwriter, barista, good friend of the podcast. And there's a thing happening in Ludlow, Kentucky today, which I have been to all day. Maria performed in it. She lives in Ludlow. I live in Ludlow. So it's called the Ludlow Arts and Music Festival. Cabin Fever. And then all that other stuff. So a middle of February uh, event, it's been raining all... This is like, you know, Noah's Ark kind of stuff going on here. So it's been raining all day. Now, this part is not amusing because there is some sad, there are some sad stuff going on for river people and those river Rivertown. So the Ohio River floods at 52 feet. It's now at 58. It looks like it's going to go to about 60 in a few days. That's the, what we call the 1997 level. People move out of homes, lose property. It's horrible. And it's the flash flooding as we speak, and this is what Jerry's talking about, has caused the two ends of Ludlow to be blocked off. I had to get here from my home, which is up on a little higher ground, for Facebook Live I'll show you. Had to hike through about, you know, (laughs) Shanghai water to get here past the cop cars. But I work with the Jerry Springer podcast, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Let me through. Jerry... Is at, was at a place called Jack, which is a casino in downtown Cincinnati, doing the prices right. Well, give Jerry a hand for doing that. <laughs> yeah. Making oh some more ass. money. And yeah. So Jerry tried to get here. Megan Hills, the other co host, tried to get here, Maria, and they couldn't. Megan has turned right. back. She couldn't get here. Um, Jerry, and you're there, right, Jerry? Yes,
0: yeah, I can hear you.
2: I guarantee you, Jerry, I just held up my foot and I took water up to about, you know, getting close to my knee, you would never do that, (laughs) would you? Of course not. With those Johnson and Murphy shoes, you would never do that, right? No, well,
0: what I do is I have my people carry me. (laughs) So, uh, and you're lucky you're not with me, Gene, or you'd be carrying me. I, I hear
2: you. I hear you. But um, it has been an amazing day here, Jerry. Uh,
0: it, it, it really has. Uh, I mean, I've just, in terms of the flooding, which is horrible, uh, just flying in and, and seeing it from, honestly, from, from the sky, it was like it's hard to recognize uh, the river anymore.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's a, but, but on the other hand, this Cabin Fever Arts and Music Festival Uh, And the people, by the way, a lot of people who are here and these people in front of me may be hearing this for the first time. You're kind of stuck in Ludlow for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Because the flooding now, by it may all subside by the time we all leave. Oh, we
0: should have a fundraiser just for people (laughs) who are stuck.
2: (laughs) That's right.
1: (laughs) I think I have like four different artists staying with me tonight. There you go. In my apartment, because I live in Ludlow, Kentucky. I know. I know. In hey,
2: second floor. Hey, Gene, this is second
0: perfect. Yeah. We, finally, we finally have a captive audience. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's right. So get these people to subscribe. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's, it's hard to get in and out of Ludlow, but the fact is, the artists, we have a great lineup of artists. Uh, Maria, t- let us know who we're going to be hearing from.
1: So yeah, our first one, um, we're going to be hearing from a lady named Kelly Swindle, and um, she is originally from New York City.
2: Originally from Georgia, actually. Oh, now I'm sorry. in New York yes. City. Yeah.
1: yeah, so now in New York City, originally from Georgia. Um, second artist is Jordan Smart. Uh, From Loudonville, Ohio. And um, let me tell you, his songs are amazing. I've heard him live myself. um, And uh, he's almost brought me to tears with his music. So I'm excited to hear him on the podcast tonight. And then we have Dana Sipos from Canada. And she is just um, truly a gem of a human being and a songwriter. And um, all these artists tonight are just amazing and we're you guys are all in for a treat tonight.
2: <laughs> Very cool because we're going to be artist heavy tonight. This is an unusual podcast because a lot of people most people listen to this in the archive version. So they're going to hear this about a week from now, uh, actually about a week from Tuesday. And this is being recorded at 1030 at night on, what is the date today, 24th, I guess? Uh, today, uh, today,
0: today is the 24th, yeah.
2: Thank you. See, Jerry, <laughs> that's why we have Jerry on the phone. <laughs> yeah. now, it's the 24th, and, uh, yeah. and, and all day long, and Jerry, Bonnie and I, who uh, Jerry knows, Jerry and I and our wives are uh, longtime friends, and we were in all these venues around Ludlow, Twenty-three well, That artists. is cool. That is
0: oh, really Jerry, cool. Jerry,
2: it was amazing. And uh, Bootsy Collins' son, uh, Uwe, and his group is here. There was a punk group that I saw. There was the Buffalo Bar was open with a little more Americana, almost country western. Oh yeah. Uh, Stephen J. Uh,
1: Williams. Williams. Yeah.
2: Casey Campbell. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on. Maria performed at Hater Dry Goods. The uh, Ludlow Tavern is hopping with stuff all day long. This has been, do you guys agree, the audience, this has really been a cool event?
0: Yeah, I, I'm sorry I'm missing it. I mean, I gave away refrigerators and uh, <laughs> and, a trip, and a trip to Hawaii and Hollywood, but it sounds like it, I really am missing. Well, on a serious note, what you guys are doing, and uh, but I'll listen. So I'm going to enjoy just by listening to the podcast.
2: Okay, cool. So uh, stay on the line if you want, Jerry, or uh, get back to where you're going and jump in. I know. On...
0: Yeah, I got back to the hotel. They they want to know if I want turndown down service. Yeah, I, I may you. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will take one of those chocolates. Thank you.
2: <laughs> All right, thanks, Jerry. We okay, we will take talk. you, guys. I appreciate it. Jerry Springer. Okay,
0: sure. Talk to
2: you later. Bye-bye. You know, before we bring up uh, musical artists, our first musical artist, who will be uh, Kelly Swindle, uh, I wanted to mention something, because uh, typically Jerry will do some political comment, and that's his stuff, and he's very good at it. Uh, But there is something I want to mention before we ask Kelly to come up. I'm a lifelong educator. I spent my career... Uh, starting way back in the late 1960s as a teacher, a counselor, and then I started to envision some alternative schools, if you will, that I believed would help high school kids, particularly urban kids, learn better. The traditional system wasn't working for them, in my opinion. So I started in my career three of those, and then ran them. Uh, I was sort of the administrator, but I always did a little bit of teaching in all of them, ended uh, in my career in education, as an adjunct professor at Xavier University. So that's all to say, that's my life. I, so when, when kids at uh, the Douglas High School in uh, Florida, 17 of them, kids and staffers, died, and at Columbine and Paducah and Virginia Tech, and we go on and on, Sandy Hook, I feel that. You all feel, we all feel it, but I look at it through the, the filter of my work as an educator. And uh, I want to just focus on something for a minute, this idea that we are going to arm teachers, that we should arm teachers, arm me. That's me. That's not somebody else. That's me and the people that I know and the people that I have worked with and the people who are behind me who are just like me. And I want to tell you why that is an absurd idea. First, let me tell you, and we're all on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Probably most, if not everybody here is. A post came through today to me from a fellow educator that pointed out two real quick cases, which you can pick up easily with a little bit of research, where teachers in states where they're already allowing this have shot themselves, not dead, but injured themselves. Guns that are going off in school buildings where they're just beginning to look at this where uh, somebody's being hurt. You know that the studies all show that if you – I have two guns at home, by the way, so I'm not, like, don't have guns. I have two guns. I have a, a handgun and I have a shotgun. And it's all for bear defense. When I travel to places like Montana or Idaho or, more importantly, Alaska, that's why I have them. I shoot. I know how to shoot. I'm comfortable around guns. But the studies show that people who have guns are more likely to hurt themselves than they are to save themselves from anything. So the idea, and this is really the core of my belief, I went into education to work with children. I didn't make a whole lot of money. I I was never poor, I'm still not poor, but I could have made money other ways. So I went into education because I love kids. I love working with kids, and the crazier the better. You know, I mean, there's stories. Uh, and I worked in urban high school my whole career. I, I am a different kind of person. I am wired different, and I believe almost all educators are, than military people and safety people, policemen and women, who I respect and love. I need them to do the work that they do. I'm not wired the same way. And if you want me to have a weapon, and let's just go back to the school in Florida, they knew that kid. Now, somebody can say, Donald Trump can say, evil, degenerate, MF, whatever you want to say, and I, I cannot hold him unaccountable for killing 17 people, but I got to tell you, I worked with kids that were pretty edgy. So I look at that kid a little differently. Now in Paducah, Kentucky, when a shooting happened, you know what happened? A school person disarmed the kid. A school person wired like me that could communicate and love kids like that, even the ones that are really troubled, got the gun back. I disarmed a kid as an educator who stabbed a kid in my class. I know what this is all about. I have lived that. I am not wired to take out a weapon and shoot that kid dead. So it's absurd on that level. It's absurd on the level that if the SWAT people enter the building, they look for the people with the guns. When all of this shooting is going on, it's hard for them to know if the guy with the gun is the teacher that I really don't know. I've never seen him before. Do I shoot him? It's absurd on the level of when, and this happened at Columbine, and it happened at the Douglas High School, Marjorie Douglas High School in Florida. The people with the weapons in buildings are in the building over there. I'm pointing to some distance away or on a different floor, and the shooting's happening in a totally different part of the building. So the likelihood of getting weapons, including teachers who are armed, to the place where it's needed is pretty sketchy. So I believe, and I know that my union that I belong to, the American Federation of Teachers, is saying, this is a whacked out, stupid ass idea and don't do it. And I just wanted to take my time on the podcast that I participate in to add my voice to that. It's a bad idea. We need, now I'm with this. To me, this is so simple. We're not gonna take everybody's guns. Nobody's coming to my house to get my Ruger 454 Cazool or my Remington Express 12-gauge shotgun. That is never gonna happen. I'm not proposing that happen. But God damn it, get the AR-15s out of my country. Get them out of here. Those are weapons for the military. That was done in Australia. They have a different history. They have a different kind of constitution. I know all that stuff. But in like 1987, it was like the late 80s and early 90s, they were done with children being massacred in schools. Step one, they banned them. By the way, do you know we banned them from from 1994 to 2004? We've been down this road. Do not listen to this stuff where they'll say, the NRA will say, studies show that it was uh, inconsequential to remove them when they were removed. That's not true. Crime didn't go up or down when they were removed because criminals don't use AR-15s or any other. Also, don't get sucked into this thing. Well, it's not just AR-15s. Fine. Give me, the, give me your list. It's the customizable weapons that have big magazines, Worse yet, bump stocks. Those I think we will get rid of. When they took them out of circulation in that time period, massacres went down because that's where these military assault weapons are used. So get them out. If you want to make kids safer, remove AR-15s. Last point, in Australia, they did a buyback. They offered big money, and it wasn't big money when you look at the full scheme of the budget and they got almost all of them out. If there's a few floating around, in a sense, who cares? It doesn't matter anymore. People will need money, and people will say, what am I doing with this weapon? Because everybody looks down on me for having it. I can't take it out and use it anywhere. The military people will tell you that if you shoot an AR-15, it's even designed to have the bullets kind of spin long ways so because they don't want a person, they shoot an enemy in, in, in Afghanistan or Iraq to get back up. You don't use them for hunting deer. So that's a BS argument. Get them out of the country. The children of America are the ones who are turning this around. I was talking to Beth today from Ludlow, who is a friend of Folk School Coffee Parlor, and she's a designer and does T-shirts and stuff. And I want us to create a button or a T-shirt or whatever that says, I'm with the Florida kids. Because the Florida kids are the ones that are going to win this issue. It will not be Gene Galvin or Jerry Springer or any of us. It's going to be these kids because you can't argue against them. You can't get away with it. The NRA looks stupid when they call them names, say they're fake actors. Are you hearing the stuff going on? This insanity of trying to knock these children down. You can't do it. This is a children's crusade. The kids of America and their moms and their moms, like in the Vietnam War, like with gay marriage, like with, with uh, civil rights, the young will flip this over. And keep in mind, gay marriage became legal in an instant. Do you know that? In an instant. It's like last year all of a sudden everybody said, all the conservative politicians backed off. It's called critical mass. The children of America are building up critical mass and it's going to be over. It may not be this year. It might take a little bit longer, but it's going to happen fast. They have a slogan. There is a march. I'm going March 24th, I think. Yeah. Do I have that right? Yeah. It's called March for Our Lives, organized by these kids. I'm proposing the next step is vote for our lives. Do the march and then vote. And there are congressmen and women and senators and presidents across this land that get in tight races, and it doesn't take any more than 18, 19, 20-year-olds, all of whom are legal to vote, to register and vote, and it tips. In close races, they are that small number needed. And vote, damn it, one issue. that You can say, you guys all vote on one issue, uh, no abortion. I'm voting on one issue. How much money are you taking from the NRA? You can make this so simple. Show me the number. So I'm with the kids from Florida. All right, end of rant. Maria, quick question to you. How cool was it to perform today in this, uh, in the cabin, Lego Cabin Fever Arts and Music Festival?
1: Yeah, I mean, Gene, it was a real honor. I, uh... I've planted myself here in Ludlow about a year ago, year and a half ago, and I live here just down the street from the Folk School coffee parlor, and uh, everyone here has become kind of family to me, and it's it was awesome to perform to a bunch of familiar faces and um, a bunch of who I consider family now. Yeah. So. And a
2: lot of people from, uh, not I wouldn't say from out of town, but there were plenty of people in these venues that I know I hadn't seen before, so they are friends of groups. And, yeah. And, and speaking of that, I'd like let's get some music going here because we've got some artists who have participated in that who are going to perform. But let's ask Kelly Swindle to come up, if you would, Kelly, and get yourself set at the mics and uh, get your guitar. And you can tell from this, just the lineup of people that we have here with us uh, at this late hour on Saturday night, but Kelly is from... New York City uh, by way of Georgia, and uh, then Jordan, who's going to follow her, Loudonville, Ohio, as Maria mentioned, and then uh, uh, Dana Sepos is from Canada. So that indicates that we have, yes, we had some local people, a local person like yourself, but people from around the country. Oh, yeah. Kelly, how you doing?
3: I'm great. Thank you.
2: Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. And we always want to make sure people know where they can get your music too. So sure. give us a little bit of info.
3: Um, well, you can find everything online. The Usual Suspects, Apple, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, all that. Um, go to my website. I'm going to spell my name out because it's Please. spelled differently. Yes. It's Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. Last name is Swindle, S-W-I-N-D-A-L-L okay
2: um and kelly so will be at kellyswindle.com dot com that's right website. exactly Good. or
3: you can just go to spotify and look it up you can go to itunes and look it up um but i recommend just going to my website everything's there so you can just find it all in one spot
2: fantastic yeah. and you're a songwriter as well uh, you I may do covers at some of your performances but we've asked you to do some of your own yeah stuff. yeah yeah primarily uh, my own stuff do a song. Yeah. tell us about it first please.
3: okay sure um since you did mention I am from Georgia, which yep. is where I'm from, um, I s- uh, this is about Savannah. I spent uh, quite a quite a long time in Savannah, and this is about uh, one specific summer, and it's called Dear Savannah.
2: All right, here we go, Callie Swindle. <laughs>
4: Last year's alone I've been just fine But since I come on back To New York City Savannah, boy, can't get you off My mind Met you playing songs down by the river Like your sound, you said You liked mine too Then you said you couldn't help it but with me, he was in love. And I just smiled and said, Well, that's what drugs will do. Then we walked on out to the moonlit southern night and drove down Highway 516. We stayed on up all night, just talking music, talking life, talking childhood hopes and trash can dreams. And all the lies between and you said please don't go just stay down here with me well in those next few several days though i fell for you real hard i thought that's easy in a world that's not your own so when i started thinking about those things i thought i'd have to give on up a little voice said girl well it's time you moved along Drove myself back down Highway 516, four hours to Atlanta. Hop a plane to NYC, and when you called 14 times, said, "Baby, won't you change your mind?" I had to turn that phone on silent. I had to stare straight with my eyes. I had to leave you in Savannah. I had to say goodbye. Don't know what I came on back to in this city. Cause all that glitter I once saw was faded away. Late well, at night, Sarah at the ceiling, and thoughts of you keep me awake. Well, I close my eyes, but I dream you, anyways. Dear Savannah, boy, do you so cry for me? Have you moved yourself along, Brushed away the memory I know I did you awful wrong I'm sorry, no, it's true There's not a day goes by That I don't think of you And think, dear Savannah, Lord What did I do?
2: Nice, Kelly Swindle. And again, you can hear her music at uh, k e l l e y s w i n d a l l dot com or right. uh, all the other places as she had mentioned: uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, etc. So um, we're gonna thank you. Thank you very much. I pro- we can maybe get you back up here at the end if you're still around here. But uh, let's ask uh, uh, Jordan Smart. Where, where is, we got Jordan here. Jordan's going to pop up. And, yeah. and again, what we're doing is we're, we're featuring some of the bands and some of the performers, songwriters, who have performed at the first of what we think will be the first annual uh, Ludlow City Cabin Fever Arts and Music Festival, which has uh, been a wonderful event here. And um, Jordan. Tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself. And uh, same thing, make sure people know where they can find your music. Where, where are you? you? Have a website or? I do. It's uh, JordanSmartMusic.com. Okay, uh, J-O-R-D-A-N-S-M-A-R-T.com. And do uh, you have a Facebook presence as well? By the way, I'm on
5: there. You don't have there. much of a presence. I, <laughs> I'm a heavy lurker though. I'm, I'm always on uh, there. I got you, there. man. Trolling around. I hear you.
2: Not saying much. All right. <laughs> Um, tell us a little bit about your music. What what inspired you to get into this?
5: Uh, I mean, I've been into music since I was a little kid. Uh, my older brother, everything that he did, I wanted to do. And when he got a, a guitar, I got a guitar. And then he got into video games, and I kept playing guitar because he was way better than me at video games. Ah. Yeah. Uh, that's By the I, way, is
2: he still playing music, or you-
5: he he picks around on the guitar sometimes? But you know, he didn't pursue it as a you know. He's not passionate.
2: But. And do you do this full time, by the way? As full time as I can. <laughs> yeah, I
5: I work a job. Uh,
2: okay, but. good for you. And tell us one last thing. Where is Loudonville,
5: Ohio? Loudonville, Ohio, is, uh, it's north about a couple hundred miles between Cleveland and Columbus, off of 71. So it's, uh, it's a real small little river town. Um. It's right outside of a Mohican State Forest and Mohican State Park. Yeah, it's a great And also state park. Uh, there's Malabar Farm is out there, Malabar Farm State Park. It's a okay. beautiful, beautiful rural community. And I actually just moved there. I grew up in that area, but just moved back from California and just moved into a little house down by the river.
2: Sounds um, good. Tell yeah. us about the song you're
5: going to do. Uh, this song I just wrote the other day. I actually just finished it yesterday. And if anybody was here when I played earlier today, I, I'm... I'm happy that you're here cuz I'm going to play it right this time. <laughs> cuz I really stretched it out and bombed it earlier, but I had warned you that that might happen. So uh I've got my little cheat sheet here and I can't mess up this time. So I wasn't sure if I was going to tell you, but I'm telling you I got a cheat sheet. Here we go. But uh I wrote this song uh I when I was in California, I worked at a uh, little it was a little coffee shop cafe and in the back we we canned pickles and uh, pickles and jam, and I worked with pickles a lot, and uh, after a certain amount of time of working with pickles, you start to develop feelings about pickles, and uh, so I wrote this song to kind of work through my pickle problems. Um. Here we go,
2: Jordan Smart, the pickle song.
6: But I ain't no pickles, so I live out of my car Don't ask no one for nothing, I work hard as I can Seems to me them pickles got it easier than man I say we go down to the local grocery store And we round up all them pickle jars and smash them on the floor They just sit there and ferment They're worse than couch potatoes And our taxes pay their rent Yeah, the problem with this country Is them pickles got a good Yeah, I say we drive them pickles Out of all our neighborhoods You know they don't speak English Hell, they don't speak at all I'm gonna help my president Build an anti-pickle wall I've got enough trouble paying my own goddamn bills. This pickle problem's serious and I can't stress it enough. And I won't stop fighting pickles till I see them all in cups. We'll send them all back down to their cucumber vine. I'd rather turn them into relish than see them floating in their brine. Now let me tell you, it ain't about their color because you know i love my greens i'm in support of freedom for all veggies fruits and beans but something about them pickles just don't sit right with me and i've never seen a pickle jar come with a guarantee so you better keep them pickles off your next cheese platter but you keep them calamitas because you know that olives matter
2: fantastic another good song jordan smart thank you jordan thank you again we may uh get you guys up here if nothing else to jump in when we uh do down by the riverside and which we will do hey let me get uh dana seapose up here and dana has been on the podcast before as i recall is that correct she she is agreeing with that memory Uh, And Dana is a a third artist who has performed during this uh, Arts and Music Festival here in Ludlow, Kentucky. And tell us first, Dana, if you would, you're from Canada, but give us some specifics. Where in Canada?
7: Uh, These days, I'm living in Toronto, a little small town of Toronto, Ontario. Good. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Right above Detroit,
7: I guess. Yeah, exactly. Not far. And I'm, um, yeah, originally from just outside of Toronto, but... After a very circuitous route, I was living in uh, northern Canada and the Northwest Territories and the East Coast and also in my car for a while, and now I'm back in the big city.
2: And like Maria Corelli and, uh, and Jordan and Kelly and others, I assume you travel around and perform music. That's what you do.
7: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. It,
2: it's, uh, <laughs> we're, we, uh, at the Jerry Springer Podcast, just compliment the heck out of all of you guys who follow your passion? That's what you're doing, and you make some money at it. You pay the bills, and uh, it's uh, probably a life that you love. Would you say?
7: Yeah, there are elements about it. There, some uh, days there are some th- It's you know what? It's at the end of the day, it's kind of like any job. To be honest, yeah. there's some things about it that kind of suck, and there's a lot of things about it that are are very cool. And um, yeah,
2: but there's sounds normal. I, yeah, exactly. Um, I
7: feel lucky to be able to, to do it, though, for sure. Good
2: deal. What are you going to do? What, what? <clears throat> Tell us uh, about your gonna, song.
7: Yeah, I'll do a tune here called Lighthouse Nights. Um, <clears throat> there's kind of a, a longer story to it, but basically it's inspired by a, a woman, an old woman who grew up in a lighthouse uh, in upstate New York, who I met when I was touring for six months with an anarchist at. Uh, theater company in a tall ship and we got trapped kind of stuck in upstate new york and then met this lighthouse lady that's the short the short version of the story (laughs) it's called lighthouse nights
2: danis hippos
8: For me? Do you call me home? Are you in want of me or want not to be alone? Are you in want of me? Out runs a sap from the maple tree, so runs the birch, runs meeting up that old time tune of rosemary sweet rosemary so here's to the ones who laid it down in those hard left times you charter still than the ones that came around still the sun rose every morning
7: At the moon. If you need to get a howl out, do you got one, Gene? Oh yeah, there we go. Ow! It's good for you, you know? It feels good. Good to get it out.
8: Seek not a solace from these words. Sometimes nothing's better than some things I.
2: Close. Hey, Dana, tell us where we can hear your music.
7: Yeah, also on uh, the Information Highway, yep. the, the uh, WWW. Um, <clears throat> all your usual suspects. Yeah, I have a, a website, just my name. And, and, and
2: that's D-A-N-A-S-I-P-O-S? Yeah, dot, dot
7: C-A or dot com, but I'm okay. Canadian. <laughs> and deal. I just wanted to share with you, Gene, that I um, share my my time, my experience on the Jerry Springer podcast wherever
2: I go. Nice. Yes. Thank you so. for doing that. Uh, <laughs> let's say thank you to Dan. Thank you. Now, uh, Casey mentioned, or Catfish, were are both here. Do we have Short and Company here? We don't
9: have Short and Company. All right. But
2: we're going
9: to
2: have Al Scorch. Al Scorch. <laughs> in a
9: second
2: or so. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to... I'm. We need some filler. We need uh, some filler. Oh, my gosh. Come <laughs> on up here. Catfish is going to fill. I'm this, just going to give that to Maria well, wait a second. Those are beers, I think. These are beers. These are beers. Catfish. This is, uh, this is Catfish, this is, uh, the owner. Impromptu. Impromptu uh, podcast uh, participation.
9: Or beer. Participation. I don't know. <laughs> Visit. So you've all heard about the uh, the no entrance or exit of Ludlow. Yeah, either. We're all stuck right.
2: here. We're stuck here.
9: Yep. <laughs> I, I hope Gene's shacking time. up with me tonight. <laughs> we go. We're, we're staying warm. What can We're you staying do? dry. Yeah.
2: It's great um, time. It's going well. <laughs> and we hope in the spring. Like, I'm sure somebody will come in the spring or the summer at the latest, and we're all still okay.
9: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, catfish it, it, it grows it food out back, so I think mm. we're gonna got some food back there. Um, <laughs> as we're waiting for Al Scorch, let me mention a couple things that you're involved with. First of all, let me say something heartfelt. This first time of the Ludlow Cabin Fever Arts and Music Festival, as I observe it as a resident of Ludlow, is ama- <laughs> has been amazing. With all of this rain, it, that didn't dampen anything. Every venue that I... And I, I was in every venue. Had maybe filled, filled a capacity or plenty of business. And it has been an amazing experience. Are you feeling pretty good about it? Because it was your vision.
9: <clears throat> yes, I'm very excited. Uh, I think if it was nice out, it would have been a bigger shit show than
2: any <laughs> <if> was. Was <laughs> <expecting. laughs> That we couldn't and, handle, and we yeah. We wouldn't have
9: been ready for it. But uh, we're just excited. I mean, there's so many amazing... Just when you get that many artists and makers together and the energy that fills the air and every it's contagious and that's that's the whole goal was to show like all the artists that are down here just how amazing they are and when you get them all together to work on a common goal it's it's contagious and it just takes off so year one and also just just to be said for that uh year one um we could not have done we we could not have done year one without the support of the Jerry Springer podcast Ooh. and uh, Guardian Savings Bank. Um, they were gracious enough to <laughs> gracious enough to sponsor us, and you know I've started festivals in the past, and without without someone just believing in your cause, and when you go to someone and don't have numbers to show them, and they just Trust you and believe in your cause. That's that's amazing, and um, you don't get that all the time. And that's we're we're just gracious to be a part of the podcast and and podcast friends. And we couldn't have done it without you. Well, guys, so.
2: you're very welcome. It wasn't uh, me. I'm I'm a retired <laughs> educator. I was just telling you that. But seriously, Jerry Springer and a guy who is a friend of this podcast and a mutual friend. Of Jerry's and mine, uh, happens to own guardian savings bank in this region. And, uh, between them, they, they donated the sponsorship money at, and it was wonderful. I, I share, I agree with you. And I sent him a big thank you
9: note. $300,000 <laughs> well,
2: yeah. to make this festival possible, but it was a good, good little <laughs> chunk. And it, it was wonderful. And by the way, I want to also mention this and Al Scorch has come in and he's setting up at the mic. And we're going to ask him to do a song for us. Um, the Bootsy Collins Foundation is the recipient of everything that's happening today, correct?
9: Yes, absolutely. And Bootsy Collins Foundation, they have three different kind of variations up from their foundation. The Say It Loud, uh, which is instruments mm-hmm. for every, every kid. The Peppermint Patties Groovement Girls, which mm-hmm. is a women's empowerment group. And then uh, Kyle Willis Oral Care Program. Oh, Oral Care yep that's a tough one yeah not rural care well, but oral it's a little tougher yes, when you have about 11 of it. these well and uh, we also have uh, great breweries and distilleries down here in ludlow that helped
2: support the festival which is let why me, i'm let slurring me. right now i know i know let me touch on that again real fast and i, I talk i talk ludlow up to death but uh there is a the change is, I used to say, there's a change coming to Ludlow. It's already happened. And by the way, it's all good. No one was pushed out. Everybody that was the so-called old-timers are merging with newcomers. I'm a newcomer. I've been here 12, 13 years in Ludlow. You've been here five or six or so? Yeah, six. So um, it's it's not that anybody, it's not like gentrification. It's not that. It's uh, There's some existing housing, and people are getting it. But there's something really cool. A lot of the people coming in are part of what I call the creative mm. class. So it's Maria, Catfish. Uh, I'm probably part of that too. Uh, the Jerry Springer participation here. All these artists that come in for events like this. It's it's people. It's the uh, artists across the street that took a building and turned it into an art shop. It's really a changed place, and it is really cool. It's uh, so if you're out there listening in another part of the country. And literally, it's happened this way. Some people have moved in. We know them. You know them. A lot of them because of you. Uh, Chicago and a lot of places where they've just moved in here. So anyway, you can Ludlow's a wonderful place. And uh, Catfish, by the way, is a city council member. I have not paid a parking ticket since he went on. <laughs> um, I park wherever the hell I want to park. I park in the middle of the street, leave my car running, and get out. I sold my car last week for
9: $100 to pay all jeans parking tickets <laughs> yeah.
2: and, uh... This Guy came in here the other day and paid off. I'm, we're not going to name him. He had like a $400 tab at a coffee shop. How do you do a $400 tab at a coffee shop? Don't trust. Name him. Don't trust. Name him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Al Scorch. Let's say hello to Al Scorch.
9: Uh, one of my favorite favorite human beings in the world, right here. Woo. Just a cuddle bear. <laughs> yeah. do, a, do a full intro. Tell us about <clears throat> and Al or you. Oh, know, I was Albert. lucky enough to discover Al many many years ago uh, through Sean Guile from the Tillers. Sean Al. played on a <clears throat> album of his, and, um 2010 or eleven even? you know Al's uh, Al's, Al's songs are. Uh, from the heart and from the blue collar, I I think. And it, there's a lot of a crossover between folk and punk. And a lot of people that, that play folk music started out playing punk music and they, and they branch over to the folk genre through, you know, finding out about, you know, a dropkick Murphys plays a Woody Guthrie song. And then all of a sudden you find out who Woody Guthrie is. And um, so there's a, there's a, a common theme between both genres and um i don't know al, al touches a personal note with me just from uh, a lot of his songs about working fathers and my father was a working was a union insulator and uh i don't know All al's right. got me through many mornings uh opening the folk school and uh, it's a well, pleasure to have him well, here Hey Al, what,
2: where are you so, from? Are you I'm from
10: Chicago? Sh- I'm from Chicago, yeah. Okay, because I thought I heard I, I
2: caught your set with Sean from the Tillers. Oh and yeah, the Tillers Angel Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was a great set. So, um, from Chicago, Illinois, Al Scorch, and do one of your songs for Here us. Here we go. Appreciate
10: here's here's one that I don't know if you heard it. It's a fresh one for you. Huh? You feel is it okay? <laughs> All right, this one's called Freeway Walls and Market Stalls. The mall on the high freeway wall Fire paints the shadows of them Fighting words and filthy jokes Float on pallet board smoke Then it's malt liquor bellies to bed And in front of the store The comfortable board With their birth-granted dollars to spend All live through a screen and could never dream of some life that they had once but'll never have again. same side of town a salt stain on the viaduct appears the devoted come stay and they kneel and they pray to the chance holy visage revered and the shoppers drive past they point and they laugh at the sight of belief so severe speed, to their temple of greed, where they worship their own needs and their faith is just fear. they're building 200 new bedrooms in the sky for the white-collar class clad in steel and glass where blue-collar families once thrived and they'll keep building more luxury homes and stores and say new money is good blocks out the sun. We'll make the folks upon top's world grind to a halt. And realize upon whose backs they stand And see the wealth they've accrued Has so little to do With how hard they worked Just where they happened to land And when the wealth is given out To every starving mouth Sunken belly and outstretched hands Then the world will see How true mercy means Just meeting the needs Where the suffering demands
2: I gotta tell you, those were good songs, everybody. From uh, Kelly Swindle, uh, Dana Seapost, Jordan Smart, uh, Al Scorch, that's been, we really appreciate it that you guys have come by A for the festival and then also come by here. I'm gonna ask Maria Corelli, who is, as I've mentioned before, a participant in this festival, songwriter, folk singer, if she'll go over to the mic, or are you gonna do it from here? Wherever, wherever you're comfortable. But I want to ask you guys, if you're willing to come back up, this is a song that I think you'll join in on, even if you've never sung it. This is Down by the Riverside. So this song... Do you
9: want, do you want me to do my Jerry Springer impersonation
2: on his verse? Uh, uh, I would, except I'm going to do it. Oh,
9: all right. You're going to do it. All
2: right. Because I want it on record. I need you to back me on this, that I did it better than he did it. All right. Right. No, Jerry. Yeah, so here's the deal: Jerry always does a uh, second verse of this song, and if I suck really bad, Catfish will rescue me. But so I'm going to ask uh, any anybody else that wants to jump up here and sing the chorus with Maria. You are you are more than welcome. Play along with her.
9: It's one little verse.
2: And by the way, down by the riverside. If you don't know the song, it became an anti-war song. It's an old uh, Negro spiritual from way back had great meaning during the anti-war era that i lived through and some of you may have and certainly heard about it uh, and it's it's a peace song and it's also about a riverside and that riverside's getting closer and closer to us uh, as okay. this night goes yeah. on
9: yeah did you did you mention we're in a state of emergency right now in the ludlow, I, did. Kentucky? <laughs> yeah.
2: I mentioned there's that. there's
9: yeah. no way in or out of ludlow right now I well springer's aware of springer's
2: that. bringing in a helicopter we're gonna get out of here Might be five at a time, but we'll make it. All right, Maria Corelli, down by the riverside. Jerry Springer jumping in on the second verse. (laughs) 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 All right. I'm going to lay down my heavy
1: love.
0: listening to tales tunes and tomfoolery recorded live at the folk school coffee parlor in ludlow kentucky thanks to patrick kennedy for writing our opening song and to you for listening check
2: out our website at jerryspringer.com Jerry Springer. i'll lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside down by the riverside sword and shield
1: Down by